the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along on a Monday. You can never have to miss any of the Bruce Hooley Show. If you catch it on the podcast, Aaron posts the podcast at 989theanswer.com. Click on listen, click on shows, you will find it, or you can take us with you on your handheld device, iHeartTuneInRadio.com app, or the Answer app, which you can download the iTunes and Google Play Store, search 989FM, the answer. You heard the Josh Mandel commercial coming back. Josh Mandel has been accentuating several themes in his bid to succeed Rob Portman as the senator from the state of Ohio. The themes are that he is uh, pro-God, pro-gun, and pro-Trump. The pro-gun part means he's pro-military. He has been using a lot his service as a U.S. Marine. I do not blame Josh Mandel one tiny bit for being proud of his service as a U.S. Marine. I'm thankful for his service as a U.S. Marine. He talks about it a lot, and J.D. Vance, who is also a Marine, rarely talks about it. That's each man's individual choice. There's nothing wrong with talking about it on one hand. There's nothing right about not talking about it on the other. But Josh Mandel's latest commercial, which plays off the fact that he served in the Marines, then makes reference and is attempting to make political hay off of the dust-up he had against Mike Gibbons in Gehanna a little more than a week ago. Gibbons and Mandel got into it when Mandel started out by accusing Gibbons of investing in Chinese companies and making, as Mandel said, millions of dollars off of Chinese oil. Gibbons said, you don't know what you're talking about, implying that Mandel, not as versed on the nuances of big-money investments, Mandel was out of touch. And in the course of that, Gibbons made an allegation that Josh Mandel's never worked in the private sector. And Josh Mandel saw an opening and said, wait, I served in the U.S. Marines. What do you mean I've never served in the private sector? You saying that about me disparages the service of all Marines. Hence, hence, rather, this new commercial that I saw Friday has been running all weekend and I presume will continue to run from the Mandel campaign. I'm Josh Mandel. I approve this message. Mike Gibbons has the nerve to say military service doesn't count as real work. Marines like Josh Mandel, like my son Andy, risk their lives for our country. Their work is so much more important than Gibbons just making millions for himself. Josh Mandel came home from Iraq. My son didn't. For God and country, please vote for Josh. Okay, so 
the commercial features starts out Josh Mandel in his Marine uniform. Looks like he's in a helicopter or hum, Humvee of something, some sort. And then we get on the screen the Gold Star Mom. Okay, the Gold Star Mom. We all have, or should have, in our hearts, deep empathy for the Gold Star Mom. And she's talking about her son who didn't come home from Iraq. Sheila Nowacki of Painesville, Ohio, is the Gold Star Mom. Picture of her son in his Marine uniform, handsome young guy, tugs on the heartstrings. Okay. I know I'm going to get a call from the Mandel campaign, and I'm perfectly willing to have Josh on the show to talk about this. Because as you may have heard, Josh is a fighter. But this commercial to me is a big misrepresentation of what Mike Gibbons said in Gehanna. Mike Gibbons did not say, or I'm going to have to be, uh, my mind and memory and ears are going to have to be refreshed with Mike Gibbons saying anything close to military service does not count as real work. That's the statement this wonderful woman who's given her son in service to his country and cost him his life. I don't mean to be criticizing her. She's saying what she's told to say, or she's saying what she perceived Mike Gibbons to say. Either one could be accurate. She could have said, look, I want to ad-lib this. I want to say it in my own words. I'm going to say it in my own words. And, okay, fine. If she believes that, that's fine. That's her prerogative to say it. She's made a sacrifice a lot of us haven't made that no one wants to make. I'm not criticizing her in any way, shape, or form. But after she says that, the Mandel campaign has the opportunity to vet it and run a portion of her comment that does not include that statement or they have the decision to not run it at all because Mike Gibbons, it's not fair. It's not truthful that Mike Gibbons said military service does not count as real work. Now, listen, this criticism does not come out of, I've already made up my mind. I'm going to vote for Mike Gibbons. It does not come out of any belief or statement or position that I hold that I'm not going to vote for Josh Mandel, either in the primary or the general. I'm just giving you my impressions of that commercial is that that commercial is unfair. It is not a true representation of what Mike Gibbons said. Now, I told you in the aftermath of that dust-up in Gehanna that I felt like while Mandel took offense at Gibbons' comments, I did not take offense because I do not believe, I do not hear, as the son of a World War II veteran, as a son of a World War II veteran who I'm very proud served his country in World War II, proud enough that my social media avatar in many platforms, or some platforms, not many because there aren't many, but in some platforms, my social media avatar is the picture of my father when he enlisted in the Army. I'm privileged to have been invited to a breakfast coming up next week at which many former officers, retired officers in the military will be. I'm a huge supporter of the U.S. military. I'm very thankful for Josh Mandel and for Mrs. Nowicki's son and their service. But when Mike Gibbons said that in Gehanna, that Josh Mandel has never worked in the private sector, I did not hear that as Mike Gibbons saying that military service does not count as real work. 
In fact, I agreed with the factual content of that statement. Working, first of all, I don't I don't view military a military appointment as working. I view it as serving. It is one of, if not the most noble forms of service, particularly now in an all-volunteer force. I don't have a problem with Mrs. Nowicki being offended by Mike Gibbons' comments. As I say, she made a sacrifice few of us have made and none of us would want to make. So she feels that on a deeper level, and her sensitivity to that is understandable. But for the Mandel campaign to paint this on a widespread basis as Mike Gibbons is somehow anti-military, or that he is denigrating those who have served in the military, or worse, in this case, denigrating a, a young man who died in service to his country, I think that's way over the line by Josh Mandel. And I think the Elections Commission should make him remove that ad. And I think he should apologize for that ad. He's not going to. (laughs) Josh Mandel's not going to apologize for anything. And Aaron, I know we'll hear from the Mandel people, and if they want Josh to come on, not today, but tomorrow, it's fine. He can come on. But this is kind of a familiar thing with Mandel in past campaigns. He appeared in a campaign commercial with Urban Meyer, and it was like, wait, did Urban Meyer just endorse Josh Mandel? No, he was endorsing something Josh Mandel had done while holding public office, but the clear, like, oh, you mean you thought Urban Meyer was endorsing me? So... This is how I see it. Now, Gibbons hit back or published his own ad, didn't refer to Mandel. But if you know the history between the two, and if you know what I think is pretty clearly animus between the two, uh, you knew that Gibbons was coming back at Mandel strong in the aftermath of what happened in Gehanna. Now, also, uh, Matt Dolan made an interesting comment to the Ohio Press Network about what kind of senator he wants to be. We'll dig into that with you next. And I'd be welcome to take your calls on the Mandel-Gibbons dust-up and on the commercial that Mandel is running that I think is over the line. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You're listening to The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 The Answer. So when the TV in my studio is on for a certain period of time and I don't touch any buttons, it automatically just shuts itself off and I have to flip it back on. When I flip it back on, it defaults to Spectrum News, the statewide news channel. And so it defaulted to Spectrum News and on Spectrum News is the Ohio Democratic Party debate, the Democratic Party debate. Um. And so I thought, well, uh, just for giggles, I'll flip it on and see what screaming Tim Ryan, the presumptive Democratic nominee, is saying. And I kid you not, when I flipped it on, he goes, he's pointing at the screen, and he goes, and we are going to get the top 1% to pay their fair share. Man, such a lie. And we will tell you why that is a lie 
that the top 1%, top 10% are not paying their fair share. When we speak with our friend Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management, interesting story out today from the Brookings Institute about what percentage of American taxpayers pay zero, zero income tax. You'll be shocked by the number, but we'll have that, or at least I'll ask Josh about that uh, when he visits with us at 1230. Now, uh, Mike Gibbons... I keep waiting for the next poll in the Senate race. Mike Gibbons, Josh Mandel, who will benefit from their nose-to-nose confrontation in Gehanna? I think J.D. Vance might might take a jump. I think he might take a jump. Jane Timken could take a jump. Matt Dolan, he's advertising a lot, spending a lot of money. By the way, I saw over the weekend a tweet that three members of the Dolan family, dad, uncle, mom, I think, have each donated a million dollars to a pack supporting Matt Dolan. That's why you see all those ads on TV with cops lauding Matt Dolan. So the Dolan family, which owns the Cleveland Guardians, the Indians, has donated $3 million to the campaign of Matt Dolan. How much did they spend on free agency to put a winning team on the field this year? $900,000. $900,000. Priorities, priorities, priorities. Okay, so Saturday night in Independence, Ohio. Lovely, lovely town. Home of uh, my friend's uh, charitable endeavor, Cornerstone of Hope, which has an awesome branch here in Columbus if you are in... uh, the throes of a sudden grief experience. Cornerstone of Hope does great work. Independence, Ohio, the Cuyahoga County Republican Party endorsement meeting. So Governor Mike DeWine shows up at the Cuyahoga County Republican Party endorsement meeting. Now, Mike DeWine on a Saturday night is not driving 100 and, well, probably to Independence is probably 105 miles, 110 miles maybe, up I-71 or being driven, more accurately, because I doubt the governor drives himself, unless he knows he's getting the endorsement, right? He's getting the endorsement, except he didn't get the endorsement. The endorsement went to Jim Renacci. (laughs) Whoops. Whoops. So DeWine walks in, reading from the Ohio Press Network story. He was clearly booed by the crowd when he was introduced to the members said Cuyahoga County Republican Party Central and Executive Committee member Shannon Burns. That's why they didn't have DeWine come out of his basement to attend the Ohio Republican Party State Central Committee meeting in February because he would have been booed there too. Now, Burns is a Renacci devotee. And uh, so she's obviously going to disparage the governor. Uh, Another quote from Burns, DeWine's team worked the list of committee members before the meeting and thought they had the votes, which is why the governor was here. But they took a secret ballot. A secret ballot allows you to vote your heart, your conscience. And on that vote, Renacy won. Renacy won. So uh, the governor leaves uh, with his tail tucked between his legs, I would imagine. In the course of reading that story on the Ohio Press Network, the OhioPressNetwork.com uh, site, I came across a story, their profile on Republican Rob Portman wannabe Matt Dolan. 
Matt Dolan, has been campaigning as the sane person in the race, the one who's for the infrastructure bill and all the things that Portman was for, Matt Dolan is for. And he goes on about his record and how great his record is, and it's fine. That's what you're supposed to do if you're campaigning. But there was one very interesting part of Dolan's interchange with the Ohio Press Network that I found interesting. He said he is the best choice as a conservative for the state of Ohio economically, politically, and morally. Morally. Those are Dolan's words. Morally. The best choice. Now, he wasn't talking about other candidates being immoral, but that his morality is such that he's the ideal conservative candidate. All right. Here I go, banging my familiar drum. I cannot believe that no one yet in a debate or even in this story, and I like the Ohio Press Network a lot, but that's a fail that they did not ask Dolan about his sponsorship, not just his approval, which would be bad enough, but his sponsorship in the Ohio General Assembly of the Equality Act. The Equality Act is, we talk a lot on here about uber-progressive legislation. We talk a lot on here about the error of transgenderism because it puts kids in situations that damage their self-esteem, causes them to question their existence, leads to astronomically high suicide rates. Again, I've expressed all those concerns on behalf of the person who is being sold the lie of transgenderism. I didn't even go into the danger in having biological males in spaces previously reserved for females. Dolan is the co-sponsor of that bill. It is not only not a conservative position, it is not a logical position, it is not a truth position, and it is absolutely, positively not a moral position. So I welcome Matt Dolan as a guest on this show, but he will not skate on his co-sponsorship of that bill. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.